Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. Okay, so I wanted to go over, um, I ain't forget about the list, because I don't want you talking about me. No, 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 I know you were. Remember when we were talking about, um, you know, people who started late in their career and where they were at and all that? Yeah, so I didn't want to, I felt like it was a, a Netflix show, like I didn't want to read the rest without you, you know. So I called you back. So listen real quick. Okay, Brian Cranston. That's the guy that was um, the dad and Malcolm in the middle. Um, you know, the one that was the, uh, what is he? Um, he's also in Breaking Bad. Right. Okay, so he was 44 when he started Malcolm in the middle. Says that that was his breakout role. And then he was 44, let me see, 44 when he took on in 2000. After bouncing around different roles. Um, oh, he was the English voice dubbing for Power Rangers. He was the Blue Ranger. And then, oh, he played the voice of Zordon in the 2017 Power Rangers film. Oh, I didn't know that. And I actually saw that. <laughs> I feel good about it. Uh, let's see. Melissa McCarthy. She's so cute. I love her dimples. Uh, she was 41 when she had her Oscar-nominated role in Bridesmaids. Hmm. That's pretty awesome. The Hurt Locker made Jeremy Renner famous at 38. Where do I know his face from? Ah, okay. He, w he played Hulk um, in the Marvel movies. Yeah. How old was he? 38. Okay. See, everyone, your start don't have to be right after high school, right after college. Don't procrastinate, but just know there's still the option. You see what I'm saying? Like, that just, that feels better. Um, who's this guy? Ricky Jervius. Mm, I should have pronounced how to figure out how to pronounce his name. Tried to be a pop star before creating The Office at 40. Now, I respect people who take different paths and then go, nope, travel, that one didn't work. Nope, travel, that one didn't work. The Office also brought Steve Carell to fame at 43. Oh, Mr. Kelly Clarkson, the 40-year-old virgin. Okay. Um, I don't know this person, but I'm going to say her name anyway. Jenna Fisher was 31 when she played Pam on the U.S. version of The Office. Says something also that she worked in a movie called Blades of Glory. I'm sure you know it because I don't. Okay, Jessica Chastain's breakout year happened when she was 34. And her performances like Take Shelter, The Tree of Life, and The Help, which she received an Oscar nomination for. Well, I didn't know she was in The Help. But then again, I only know two people that was in there. Yep, that's my life. Okay, uh, Jane Lynch was 49 when she achieved mainstream success with Glee. Wow. Imagine being 12 months away from being 50 and just getting your, boom, your moment. That's interesting. Kristen Wig. But there's two eyes, so that's how I'm pronouncing it. Wig was 33 before she became a cast member on Saturday Night Live. Okay. I don't really think that's 
well, when you're not 30, you think 30 is ancient. So I get it. Okay. J.K. Rowling was 32 and had a round of rejections before Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone was published. Okay, one, heard the name J.K. Rowling, so I feel intellectually uh, on, on point. Uh, two, didn't know J.K. Rowling was a female. Three, didn't know J.K. Rowling wrote anything Harry Potter. Four, shouts out to J.K. Rowling for not giving up after being rejected, which we need to stop looking at in such a negative light. Like, we have to change the way that that even... But that's another phone call for another day. Okay. Um, Inglorious Bastards. I'm going to pronounce that differently because it's spelled differently, and that's how we're going to go. Uh, gave Chris Waltz his Oscar-winning role at 53. Okay. Ah, Ken Jeon was a doctor, I remember this, okay, was a doctor before becoming a comedy star at 40, yo, okay, seriously, I don't know why I get so excited, listen, because I just feel like when I get new information, you know how I get it, it's just exciting, can you imagine, A, the student debt, loan debt, okay, B, all of the testing, and the residency, and all the processes that that took to then turn to your family at 40 and say mm, yeah no I want to do comedy shouts out for no one undermining him with the you having a midlife crisis ain't nobody trying to hear you have a nice day you're going to get this doctor money we're going to live this doctor life and we're going to spend that doctor money sir but shouts out for who he was paired with because yeah, I think I actually heard him say that before. He was like, you know, thank God for his family because, yeah, he was very serious about it. I couldn't imagine saving lives and going through all that because sometimes people get so sold and married to their path that it's like, well, what if I get off of it and do something? Okay, what if you get off of it? That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, it does because we're human and... You would think at 40, that's the, and I'm doing my bunny ears in the air, that's the establishment point who wants to start over and something. I mean, just look at that. The fact that he had a sustainable career. He wasn't doing anything that was like, mm, don't know what I'm bringing home every night. No, you know that there's always going to be a job for you, sir. You know that this degree and this achievement is uh, the accolades is of the upper tax bracket. Okay, great. And so to then walk away from that, to do something that you don't know where that's going to essentially le lead you in a financial way says a lot. And I got tongue-tied right there because it's just so many thoughts are coming from that. Like, when I'm reading stuff like that, I like to put myself in the person's shoes, like close my eyes and actually envision, like, okay, right now, this minute. No, envision it with me. Matter of fact, close your eyes. Like, I need you to, like, close your eyes. Okay. Imagine being 40 years old, going through years of schooling, residency, late night test you could not have no life because you cannot be in in <laughs> the doctor program you can't do that part-time so imagine all that 
effort, all of that intent, all of that commitment, you finally got to the place where you practicing, you getting your real good checks, you looking at the student loan like about to chip away, and you'd had absolutely no life because of the dedication that it took to commit to this M- MD path, to probably always have known in your heart, I like comedy. What if he would have reduced himself to feeling like, well, I'll just, I'll just make my patients laugh, and I'll just be the highlight of the party, and I'll do something on the side. No, he walked away from something stable and said, I want to do something in the comedy realm. Can you imagine? That means that you probably are going to have to reduce your lifestyle. You're probably going to have to adjust back to being the starving college student just for a little bit. Matter of fact, can't say a little bit because I don't know how long that's going to take. And imagine having to convince the people that are either depending on you or have supported you through that particular struggle. Now you have to convince them of, okay, thanks for, for before, but like after, I want to do something different. Wow. I mean, at least if it didn't work out, he could always find a job. I mean, jobs is not scarce in the medical realm. So, but like, goodness gracious. Okay, so he was 40. And then it says by 2009, he had his breakout moment in the hangover. Awesome. Okay, and it says, and since he since stopped working as a doctor to focus on his acting career full time, that's pretty dope. Leslie Jones was 47 when she became a cast member of Saturday Night Live. Okay, and she got some of her big roles in Top 5 and Ghostbusters. She doesn't really look 47. Ah, uh, but then again, yeah, you know. Okay, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Don't even make a joke about Morgan talking about he's always 50. Leave me alone. He wasn't born 50. Morgan is American's granddaddy. Okay, next to James O. Jones. You mind your business, respect your elders. Because <laughs> I know he was going to say something. Okay, go back. <clears throat> Morgan Freeman's breakout year happened when he was 52. I can't. I can't. No. No, be- no because I can hear you laughing. Listen. Okay, first of all, when was Morgan Freeman never not 52, sir? Okay. <laughs> no, Okay. All right, forget it. I'm just, I can't see. I want someone mature when I call you. Can you? Okay. All right, so Freeman was toiling with mixing success as an actor for years. <gasps> okay. Um, his, he's famous for his roles in Glory and Driving Miss Daisy, which he was also 84 in those films, but that's fine. But he won the supporting actor category in 2005 for his performance in Million Dollar Baby. I ain't gonna hold you. He he got a catalog behind him. Seriously, he's done some great work. Yeah, that's actually stellar. Um, wow. That and he's drinking the fountain of youth, and he don't want to tell nobody. But you know what? That's between him and God. I don't I don't go on grown folks. I got slapped one time for that, and I'm over it. Never gonna do it again. Um, Susan Boyle. Oh, I like this one because I actually watched this. Walked out. Susan Boyle was 47 when she found viral fame. Yeah, that was the girl, mm-hmm, the girl with the voice that went on and blew Simon Cowell out his seat. Yes, she did. That's pretty dope. She was 47 then? Wow. 
What was she before that? It says she was professionally trained. Okay, does it say what she did? She had some demos, and she was sending it to record companies and talent shows. Mm, but she didn't get the recognition. That's pretty awesome. Liam Neeson, you know, the guy from Taken, um, 41 when he starred in... I don't even know what this movie is. I thought she was going to say Taken. I'm kind of taken back that you didn't say Taken. I don't want to know what he did. Okay, The Mission in 1980s. He didn't become famous until Steven Spielberg's Schillinger's List in 1993. From there, he had roles in blockbuster like Star Wars, Episode One, and Batman Begins, and well as thrillers like Taken. Yay! That's the only one I know that he did. And The Gray. Okay. Ted Danson became famous at 35 for Cheers. Shouts out to him, comma, um, because this show, The Good Place, that I get into, no, I get excited when I find something that I like and is new to me. I don't care how long it's been out because I'm not a TV watcher, and you know that. Um, I'd rather spend my time Googling stuff, and I don't know, TV just never really did it for me, but when I do find something that I like, I'm like, ooh, glued on, and he's amazing. But anyway, says Ted uh dancing bounced around different soap operas and commercials in the 1970s and 80s before landing the role of sam uh in cheers in 1982 oh. oh he's old old i'm sorry uh he since became a television staple in shows like curb your enthusiasm on hbo and the good place oh and nbc i watch it on netflix okay anywho that's how far behind i am but that's fine Octavia Spencer is an experienced actress, but she didn't break out until she was 39 in The Help. Is that true? No, like, well, I'm not a good person to ask because, but like, okay, let's see. It says, what was she in before The Help? So apparently she's had a reliable, great screen presence for a long time. Okay. She was in everything from the 2002 Spider-Man to the 2008 Will Smith movie in Seven Pounds. Very true. Very true. Remember her. Um, but it wasn't until 2011 when she received more attention for her role in The Help. Which, remember when I said earlier, I only know the two actresses. Yep, she was definitely one of them. Um, which got her supporting actress Oscar. She received two more cents for Hidden Figures and The Shape of Water. Oh, that's really awesome. And then next is the other actress I knew from The Help. <laughs> uh, Viola Davis said that she was 43. Well, what did she do? It says something about the doubt. I never heard of it. But she didn't become a star. Okay, so she received a master's degree from Juilliard when she was 28, then had successes in the theater world for years. But she didn't become a star until 2008 when she went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Meryl Streep and Philip Seymour Hoffman in Doubt, which earned her a Supporting Actress Oscar nomination. Then she went on to be nominated for the Best Actress um, for At The Help, and she won it in 2017 and for her performances in Fences, and she earned a Emmy for ABC's How to Get Away with a Mur Murder. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember her from something else on netflix um yeah that's pretty awesome how old was she 43 well i'll tell you it don't crack because she looks amazing 
Right. Okay. I think the next thing I wanted to talk to you about was pretty much people who change roles or career paths. Because I feel like, again, that thing that I was saying that people get so, they get so ingrained in something. And my thing is, I don't care if you've been in something 86 years. If it's not your passion or the way that you envisioned and you're not getting fulfillment from it, I think it's time to go ahead and, you know, go back to the drawing board with God and say, hey, what am I doing? What what do I need to do differently? So I wanted to just give some examples on that because I feel like that too is inspirational, right? Okay, so Jeff Bezos had a lucrative career in computer science on Wall Street and took on top roles at various financial firms before transitioning to the world of e-commerce and launching Amazon at 31. Now, I don't like to gossip about people, so you didn't hear it from me, but I only knew him, this face and this name, because he recently had a little splat or separation situation, a collapse rather, with he and his now ex-wife. And, yeah, she got all the money, and wow. But, um, you know, shouts out to him for starting the Amazon at 31. I wish I didn't knew part of your tea, sir, but I do not sip in vain because now um, I told, you know, now I'm aware of some of your other accolades. So, great. Good deal. All right, let's see here. Oh, this list is going back, back. Okay. John Glenn is best known for becoming the first American astronaut to orbit Earth in 1962. But 12 years later, at 53 years old, he became a U.S. senator in Ohio, a role he held for 24 years. He did return to space in 1998, however, on a nine-day mission around the space shuttle Discovery. I'm sorry, sir? The hopscotch you're doing through your life, first off, shouts out. Second of all, how are these connecting? Third off, wow, I'm impressed. So astronaut, senator, back to astronaut. I guess you just like to, anything to do with the U.S. and leading, and I, I can't connect it. I'm sorry. I tried to make something out of it. it I can't see it. Okay, great. Um, Terry Crews received numerous accolades for his comedy work on award-winning shows like Everybody Hates Chris, oh, I know that one, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but no one was laughing when he got tackled. Wait, <laughs> that's mean, because I'm reading it verbatim. Wait, <coughs> made me cough a little bit. <clears throat> okay, I was not expecting that. No one was laughing. Time out, because I don't, I don't know if it should digress with the, because I'm trying to report it to you, like, Okay, um, but no one was laughing when they got tackled by Cruz during his four-season stint as a defensive player for various NFL teams in the mid-90s. He was a football player? Hmm. See, I didn't know where that was going. I thought they were saying no one was laughing because of his lines, and I don't know why that would have made me laugh because I'm a good person, and I don't laugh at people's failures, but the way that that just flowed, I was like, what kind of... What kind of shady transition is this going to be? So, yeah. Uh, Martha Stewart. We kind of know about her already, but she was a full-time model at 25 years old. Wait. As a 25-year-old mother, she found new modeling jobs coming her way. After a five-year stint on Wall Street stockbroker, Stewart turned her love of gourmet cooking and created presentations and Martha Stewart living and she do furniture. She does everything. Shouts out to her for having the longest. And she's still beautiful. She probably could still model. 
Mm-hmm. I see you, Martha. Yeah, because they do a picture with each one, so I'm just looking. I'm like, hmm. I'm not looking at the cake. I'm looking at the fact that you really do look good for your age. It's pretty dope. All right. Michael Bloomberg. Only know him because I'm from New York. Hey. <laughs> you already know. Patriotic with it. Um, Left his job as CEO of financial software data and media company. Bloomberg LP at 59? Well, I guess he was, that makes sense because he was actually leaving it for something that, you know, it's not like he left it to go be a clown, which if that's your calling, don't let me get in between that. But, um, wow. Okay, let me finish reading. So 59 in 2002 to assume the role of mayor of New York City. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't say New York without saying it. Okay, um, which he held for 12 years. I remember. I lived under that. Mm-hmm. He has since reassumed his role at Bloomberg as CEO. Oh, okay. Now that I didn't know. Hmm. All right, Vera Wang was a figure skater and journalist before entering the fashion industry at the age of 40. Wow. A figure skater and journalist. So I guess what I do, like I I kind of try to see how the two connect because I always feel like there's an invisible string connecting you to your purpose all along. And so I love the visual of how did that link with that link with that. So I guess with figure skating, you know, they really wear a lot of cute stuff. So I guess in the midst of probably having to create her own stuff because only you know how flexible it needs to be and, you know, this needs to fit this kind of mood. And so that makes sense. Okay. So a figure skater and journalist before entering the fashion industry at 40. Today she's one of the world's premier women designers. Yes, she is. And sidebar, comma, um... She actually makes jewelry also. She makes wedding rings. And, I mean, she really did take fashion to a whole nother level. Shouts out to her. Dwayne The Rock Johnson transitioned careers not once but twice. Hmm? I don't even remember him as a wrestler. Okay, before he was the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, Johnson was briefly a backup line backer for the Canadian Football League's huh no it says that he was a linebacker I mean again there goes that invisible line I could see that he ditched a football career yeah shots out to concussions uh and joined the WWF in 1996 at 24 so you were 24 yeah I was a big boy for 24 good jeez okay which catapulted him to stardom and allowed him to cross over to TV and movies in the early 2000s. So he did that for four years. And by the time that he was into TV and movies, he was 28. So he went from football, which supports that physique that he has, to WWF, which is aggressive acting 
needs his physique and also shows his acting skills, which then the ne- see yeah that all connects. That's the line of symmetry that's like oh okay I can see how that goes. Long before Ronald Reagan became the 40th president of the United States at 69, oh my goodness, sir, he was a young up-and-coming Hollywood actor in film and TV. Really? I wasn't. I'm not old enough to remember (laughs) what he did prior, but okay, I can. Oh, the lady who made Spanx? Uh, Actually, let me do that over. It says the billionaire Spanx founder. Okay. I put some respect on your name. You ain't got to say it no more. Um, <laughs> come on, let's be mature. Okay. Uh, Sarah Blakely is her name. Sold office supplies door-to-door for seven years in her 20s before her line of slimming footless pantyhose launched to success in 2000. She quit her sales job at 30 to run her f- company full-time. That is amazing. And it goes on. Oh, I can't. I was going to hang up, but no, mm-mm, I can't. I got to do this one. Harlan Sanders, okay, better known as Colonel, okay, Sanders, was 62 when he franchised, franchised, I'm just so excited, Kentucky Fried Chicken in 1952, which he sold 2 million 12 years later before serving up his renowned original recipe. Sanders held several odd jobs, including country lawyer, really? gas station operator, and railroad worker. Sir, shouts out to you for tapping into something and saying the world needs this chicken. I'm not a chicken eater. I will go ahead and get me a couple pieces from here and there. The crispy, the everything else. Mm. Ooh, I'm so greedy. I can taste that. Okay. Um, But no, but I wanted this phone call to be not only the follow-up to what we were saying before, but I also wanted it to be... Sometimes it's not as symmetrical as we think it is. It's not, oh, okay, football, and then wrestling, and then acting. No, a lot of times it's like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and be an astronaut, then I'm going to come back and do something different, then I'm going to go back to doing the astronaut thing. It just, I think the bottom line is just be true to your passion. You know, I want to live by this model, and I wrote it down. I want to leave no stone unturned. I want to absolutely leave my mark, and not fame, but just knowing that there is nothing in my rearview mirror of my life that I'm like, man, I wonder what would have happened if. If I have a question mark, if I had a, I wonder what, I'm going to do it. And I think that that takes a lot of tenacity, a lot of bravery, and You wouldn't be the only person that thought that way. I just read you a list of people that they did the same exact thing. And the goal shouldn't be fame. The goal shouldn't be money. It should be fulfilling a passion and leaving this thing called earth with no question marks about your potential and about what you could have done. Nope, don't listen, because you know I can go ahead and talk this thing to to the LMNOP. But I am passionate about people being passionate. I feel like there's so many people in places they don't belong. I feel like there's so many people that just made their, they got comfortable in transition. Transition is supposed to be a transitional point. It was not supposed to be comfortable. And so a lot of people are uncomfortable because you're birthing something. And you need to pay attention to, hmm, I need to pay attention to these, these, you know, Braxton Hicks. 
these contractions because the baby the idea the passion in you there's no more room to stay in there I'm sorry it has to come out so either you're going to birth it and allow for somebody else to raise that for you to look back years later like oh my goodness missed opportunity or I wish or some type of regret or you're going to bear down and say whatever it takes for me to bring this passion to fruition to manifest this thing, to team up with God, to do what needs to be done, I will do it. I will do it. Your story can sound a lot like theirs. I could be reading your name right now. It could be, man, who knew that such and such from that part of town with those set of parents, with that family member connection, with that lower paying job, with that high paying job, your story could be just as dope. Why don't you open up the pages of your own story and say, man, I'm going to continue to write. Ooh, that just inspired me. It had to inspire you. And if it don't, you need to play it back and do something else. But all right, I'm... I ain't going to hold you. You know, when I get on my soapbox, no, because you already know, don't give me a milk carton. Don't give me a pulpit or nothing. Don't give me no phone. Don't give me nothing where somebody can hear me speak because you will hear me roar. My goodness. All right, but let me go ahead and go. Um, Yeah, I got to I'm going to go ahead and see if I can start seasoning. Some of the chicken or something. We're going to figure something out, but I'm going to call you later. You know what that means. <laughs> All right, later.